1: Hello, and welcome to this edition of Faith with Father. I'm your host, Tim Perry, and with me today in studio is Father Greg Maturi, currently the pastor of St. Dominic's Parish in Youngstown. Welcome, Father. Thanks for having me. It's great to have you again. Uh, This week we're going to continue our discussion about what we believe as Catholics, and in particular we're going to talk about the sacraments. So let's start today's show by defining, Father, what is a sacrament?
2: Well, that's a great question, and it's at the heart. It lies at the heart of our faith. You know, the sacraments are the foundation of our faith. There's nothing more important in our faith then the sacraments themselves and there are seven of them we talk about baptism confirmation Eucharist those are the sacraments of initiation and then we talk about the sacraments of healing namely confession and anointing of the sick and then we talk about the sacraments at the service of communion namely holy orders priesthood and uh, holy matrimony so the seven sacraments are at the heart of our faith and uh, a sacrament is an uh, a sign of grace it's an outward sign that effects that causes grace sacraments are not mere occasions of god to confess confect or to uh, confer grace rather the sacrament itself actually confects grace actually creates grace grace comes all grace comes from the sacraments and um they uh, make us holy and we need them we need the grace of the sacraments for salvation. There is no salvation apart from the grace of the sacraments.
1: Okay. So in the catechism, uh, we're going to start with question 193 today. Is there some inner logic that unites the sacraments with each other? Sure. That's a,
2: that's a great question. How are the sacraments related? First of all, each of the sacram- the seven sacraments are unique, and yet all of them are connected. And they're all connected through... Jesus Christ. The sac- each of the sacraments puts us in direct contact with Jesus Christ in the fullness of his humanity and divinity. And this is an important point I'd like to point out that it's our contact with the humanity of Jesus through the sacraments that saves us. Um, we talk about baptism, for example, as uniting us with the body. Of jesus incorporating that very word incorporation means putting in the body um uh, and then all the sacraments allow us to touch jesus in his humanity directly and so it's jesus presence his real presence in all of the sacraments that's un- that unites them together okay
1: so let's start with uh baptism what is baptism
2: mm. baptism well first of all it's the Beginning of the life of grace, it's the first of the sacraments. Baptism removes all sin. Uh, it removes uh, original sin. It removes personal sin. Um, and uh, so it, it uh, incorporates us into the body of Christ. It fills us with grace. And most importantly, the grace of baptism, of the sacrament of baptism, allows the blessed trinity to dwell within us it's really the most important aspect of baptism is that now God dwells within us we are one with God
1: and isn't it true father when we read the scriptures especially in John chapter 3 where Jesus says that you must be born again of spirit and water isn't he referring to baptism in that in that scripture verse exactly
2: baptism is the rebirth of By water and the Holy Spirit Uh, that's that's why uh, baptism involves water and it involves um, the idea that we there's a cleansing from sin there's a death to the old way of life and a rising up to the new way of life there's uh, so one becomes a new creation one now becomes through the grace of baptism a child of God a son or daughter of God, and uh, one is now united with Jesus in his humanity. And uh, through that union with Jesus, through the grace of baptism, we are now one with God, and um, we are saved.
1: So you mentioned that when, when we're baptized, that original sin is removed. Uh, isn't it true that uh, we, each of us are born with an original sin because of what Adam and Eve did in the garden by disobeying God
2: yeah original sin um, which is uh, it's not sin properly so called Uh, its sin by analogy and what we mean by uh, that is that it's the absence of original grace that original grace that uh, you know the human race was created in grace There was a special grace that God gave to the human race so that the human race would remain intact so that humanity that our exercise of intelligence and freedom would always be in accord with divine wisdom and with the true good of the human person and that was original grace so original sin is the loss of that grace and um, so now the human race because of the fault of Adam and Eve Uh, The human race, you know, humans are born without that original grace, and we call that original sin.
1: Also, I'm trying to remember from my uh, Catholic grade school days when we learned about the sacraments. And it seems to me that one of the other things we receive when we are baptized, especially as as, uh, infants or children, is that our souls are conditioned not only with sanctifying grace, but then the ability to receive the grace of all the other sacraments.
2: Yeah, you know, the, the idea of sanctifying grace is that grace that makes us holy. That's why it's called sanctifying grace. That grace that makes us fit to be sons and daughters of God. Sanctifying grace is that grace that changes us interiorly, really changes us from within. And this is a very important point in Catholic theology. Grace really does change us. It's um, and the grace of the sacraments makes us different we are a new creation we uh, can live a new life a different life we don't have to live like everyone else the grace of the sacraments gives us the power to live like God to think like God to act like to love as God loves um, to be a new creation so that we can experience God's present with us here and now in this life though imperfectly but one day forever in the life of heaven
1: so would this be true also father another way of understanding what grace is is not only that it changes us which is a great point and that we become new creatures but isn't it also a share in the life of God that he's actually inviting us and wants us to be a part of his life and so this grace is a share in the life of God.
2: Exactly. Sanctifying grace is a share in the very life of God and the way that sharing happens is because the blessed Trinity dwells within us now as a result of sanctifying grace that uh, comes to us first at the sacrament of baptism, the first of the sacraments and we can I cannot overestimate the importance of this fundamental catholic truth that Through the grace of the sacraments the grace of baptism uh, in particular the Blessed Trinity dwells within us God Father Son and Holy Spirit now are within us moving us changing us transforming us so that we do not rely on our own resources and our own strength but now God's resources and his strength are now moving us to act to think and to love okay
1: so how is uh, baptism administered?
2: Okay, so I think most of us have seen a baptism. You know, the priest, and mo- most of the time it's a it's a baby, which is a beautiful sign of baptism because uh, infant baptism shows that we come to baptism due to no merit of our own. We do not deserve or merit baptism in any way, shape, or form, and in fact, we do not initiate the choice. Uh, It is God who, it is a pure, uh, the grace of baptism is a pure act of God. And um, so uh, the priest uh, pours water over the child's forehead and um, says three times, he does that three times and each time, so the first time he says, I baptize you in the name of the Father and then of the Son and then of the Holy Spirit. And there are other elements to the right of baptism you know you have the anointing with the oil of catechumen on the chest of beforehand and then you have the anointing on the forehead with sacred chrism afterwards a symbol the sacred chrism afterwards is a symbol of a share in the anointing of Jesus Christ as pre- priest prophet and King when we are baptized we share in the life of God because we become one with Jesus and so we share in his life
1: so who can be baptized and what's required of a candidate
2: sure well uh, <clears throat> lots of times it's a, a child and nothing is required of them uh, now uh, with regards to an, an adult when an adult is baptized um, what's required is that they do some kind of catechesis beforehand and uh, the reason uh, we require some kind of catechesis before an adult is baptized is that we want them to understand what they're about to receive always every the sacraments are human actions and that requires some degree of understanding for it to be a human act Um, with regards to infants being baptized catechesis is required afterwards when the child has attained the age of reason
1: Mm mm-hmm And one thing I like to point out is uh, because I've been asked as a Catholic why we baptize infants when they haven't reached the age of reason yet. And the point is is that the parents stand in for the child and agree to raise that child in the Catholic faith. And I also like to point out that in Mark's Gospel, Chapter 2, when the paralytic was carried and lowered down from the hole in the roof they made to Jesus, Jesus said because of their faith because of their faith not the faith of the paralytic but the faith of the friends of the paralytic I your sins are forgiven and then of course he told them to pick up your mat and walk uh, a yeah few verses later
2: I think that's a great point you know that baptism involves faith that uh, the first act of uh, justification is the uh, act of fa- the theological virtue of faith which changes a person's mind to understand the truth that jesus christ reveals
1: well said father you've been listening to father greg maturi as we go through the youth catechism of the catholic church about what we believe as catholics and this week we're talking about the sacraments don't forget about the living bread radio app for your apple or android device it's available for free at the itunes store or the google play store just look for living bread radio it's a great way to listen To Catholic Radio, 24 hours a day. Father, can we have your blessing on our listeners, please? Sure. May the blessing of Almighty God, the Father,
2: Son, and Holy Spirit come upon all of you and remain with you forever. Amen.
1: Amen. And uh, I want to thank you listeners for joining us today. Hopefully you learned something uh, from Living Bread Radio, more about your faith and how to grow closer to Jesus Christ. Thanks for joining us. This is Tim Perry. Until next time. May the light of the Father shine upon you and yours. Bye for now.
0: This has been Faith with Father, a production of Living Bread Radio in Canton, Ohio. For an audio archive of this program, log on to livingbreadradio.com and click on Faith with Father. If you have a question or comment about today's program, email us at askfather at livingbreadradio.com. And join us again next time for another edition of Faith with Father.